Hey friends, it turns out I forgot to turn on one of the settings to uh, automate level controls for this episode, so it's probably going to get loud. So, you know, don't listen to it super loud on your headphones. Just be aware of that. And this was a really fun episode, so enjoy it. Okay, bye. Hey, Nat Chow. Hey, Sophie D. Ooh. Guess what? What? We're going back to the 90s, baby. Ooh. What's your favorite 90s movie? Um, I'm going to have to go with The Truman Show because I think that's the most recent 90s movie I watched. Can you tell me that I've never seen that? Oh, it's a fun one. It's on my list because that's also one of those like movie student movies or film student movies. Is it really? One. Yeah. It's, it's one of those like classics that I should have watched a while ago. But guess what? We're catching up on things now. It's a fun movie. Better like than never, right? Yeah, exactly. Is it one of those? Is it like a deep thinker movie? No. Oh, okay. No, you don't have I've always to thought it was one of those. That's why I like took him a while. I'm like, I got to be in the mood to watch it. No, it's a comedy. It's like oh. Jim Carrey and he's in this world that's built around him and he's like born and raised in it. And it's actually a reality TV show about him. Oh. Doesn't know he's so in a show. So his reality is... The TV, TV show. Oh, okay. But he doesn't know he's on the TV show. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. My favorite 90s movie is 1998 classic Mulan. Oh, oh, good. That's a good one. Yeah, that's my top movie of all time. Oh. Of course. And then my, um, I don't feel like I need to explain that because I talk about Mulan all the time. You know. Yeah. For people who don't know, Mulan is just my movie. That's, she's my girl. That's oh, my man. hero. My, uh, my favorite Disney movie is The Little Mermaid. Oh, oh, we know that. <laughs> you got the red hair going. <laughs> Um, I will definitely be watching live action Mulan when it comes out March 27th, 2020. Oh, we're going. Yeah. We already bought the tickets. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already, I'm sleeping in the theater right now. Um, and then my follow up to my favorite nineties movie is one that we've talked about. 1999 classic, The Matrix. Oh, good movie. Yeah. I like that one. It was so good. Still holds up. Keanu's amazing. Gotta love him. Um, I couldn't pick a third one yet because I don't know. Actually, if you want to pick one that was like from our year, Jurassic Park. Oh. That came out when we were born. Yeah. That movie still looks good. It does. It looks so good. Yeah. It still holds up. And then I can't think of any more after that. I mean, like I can, but. The part in Jurassic Park where I can't watch this part where um, the guy, I don't know his name. He plays Newman in Seinfeld. He, he's like holding that can and then there's that that one dinosaur and it's like face opens and it squirts like acid. Mm. That I can't watch that part. But you can picture it so well. <laughs> you know, because it scared the crap out of me <laughs> as a kid. Oh. oh, Mrs. Doubtfire is also from 93. Oh, good one. So is Groundhog Day. Eh. Sometimes when I'm wearing too much foundation, I think about the part in Mrs. Doubtfire when he sticks his face into the cake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel when I put on too much foundation. <laughs> Rush Hour was 98. I haven't seen that movie in so long. That Let's watch it again. Titanic is 97. I've never seen that movie. I've seen it once <laughs> in 97. Oh, oh. Maybe 98 when it came out. So you don't retain any of it? I, don't, I mean, like, I know bits and pieces, and then, like, you catch the same part on TV all the time. But we are definitely going to watch that again for this podcast later on. Oh, for sure. Oh, Seven is from 95. I think wow. that's the movie I'm thinking of. The, um... <laughs> The one with Brett B. Pitts? Uh, yes. Uh, yes, it is. I've never seen Fargo. That was from 96. I think I watched that. I don't remember anything from it, though. Can I admit to you that I've never seen Space Jam? I haven't, I haven't seen it in so long. I can't even tell you anything about it. <laughs> I know that my <laughs> sister watched it in college, and she thought she realized that um, 
because she hadn't seen it as a kid. She like missed the window to think that it was an amazing movie. So I'm almost a little scared to watch it now because I don't know if it's going to have the same magic. It's definitely one of those where it's like you're a kid and you're like, oh my God, cartoon characters. This is amazing. Like this is great. Oh, Office Space is 99. That's a good movie. Oh yeah. I don't remember if I've seen that or not. It's so funny. I love that one. Okay. We'll put that on the list. (laughs) But what 90s movie are we talking about today? Oh, we're talking about Clueless. As if. As if. <laughs> wow, what a what a great time. Did you know, what did you know about this movie beforehand? I I knew about the yellow outfit Same. Th- that she wears in the beginning. And then there is like that one snippet from the debate class. Like I've watched that scene mm-hmm. just randomly, but I've never watched any of the other movies, like rest of the movie. I knew, same thing. I knew about the, the yellow outfit. I knew about the as if. <laughs> and then that's like literally all I knew. Nice. <laughs> I like. I was like watching the beginning of it. I was like, "Is there a plot to this? Am I going to find out soon?" Uh, but the synopsis from Wikipedia tells us that Clueless is a 1995 American coming-of-age romantic comedy written and directed by Amy Heckerling. The plot centers on Cher Hor- Horowitz, a high school student who befriends a new student named Ty Frazier and decides to give her a makeover. <laughs> I would have never known that. There was definitely more of the movie than just the makeover. Yeah. <laughs> But that's also like anytime you've ever heard about Clueless, I, you, I've never heard anybody talk about a makeover. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think I've heard anyone talk about this movie, but I know it's a famous movie. Exactly. Yeah. It's <laughs> one of those that you were born just knowing about. Because <laughs> on like every great 90s movie list, th- that one's always there. It's like the top one or two. Yeah. <laughs> Which like I get it. Yeah. Watching it, I'm like, okay, this was a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> We open on a very fun 90s montage. Um, yeah, the sequence for the credit sequence in the beginning, very, very like pop color 90s. And then it's, it's a montage of like the kids having, the teens, excuse me, not kids, <laughs> the teens having fun. They're in the pool. They're riding in a Jeep. They're flirting. It's very 90s. <laughs> All to uh, Kids of America. Yes. <laughs> it was so, I was just very like, oh, this is, this is 95. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super 90s feel. And then Cher's voiceover. Cher, her voiceover carries us through the whole movie. I love it. I love the inner monologue. It was a fun... I bet you're wondering what what happened here. And I'm like, yes, Cher, tell me. Tell me. Lay it all out. <laughs> uh, so she says that she's just a normal teenage girl and she dresses herself via a like touchscreen computer that like previews her outfits for the day. Yeah. She was living in like 2005. Yeah. Not even... like We don't even have that today. No, we don't actually. <laughs> She's, she's living in 3005. I was going to say she's 3008 and we're still in 2008. Yeah. So then she also explains her dad is a litigator, which is like the scariest of all lawyers, apparently. Yeah. He's a pretty but rough dude. He was a really rough dude. I wasn't his biggest fan. But my favorite line out of that, the most relatable line was that he gets $500 an hour, but he argues with me for free. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, same. This movie had so many clever lines like that, that I was just like, oh my God, this is good. Yeah. It was, it was a very fun time. <laughs> I have other thoughts later on. Yeah. But for now, just being in the moment. Yeah. She also, <laughs> she also mentions that he bought her a brand new Jeep, but she doesn't have a license still. And then it shows her just like driving into Skirt. stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. I had a, I was angry about that later on. So later on, spoiler to the other two people who haven't seen it she gets like a ticket and then she get he gets the dad gets mad about it and i was like hold on homie you got her a jeep but weren't responsible enough to get her lessons 
Like what? Yeah. I mean, it's not like he can't afford them. Exactly. $500 an hour. It's like half hours worth of pay. Yeah, really. And it's in the 90s. He's getting $500 an hour. That's like stupid money now. Yeah. What uh, is that with inflation? I don't know. I didn't go to school for math. I don't know. I can't do that in my head. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't even add anymore. Soundtrack, even in the first five minutes of this movie, soundtrack is very 90s. It's better than Top Guns. So good. Because <laughs> now we switch into No Doubt's Just a Girl. Yes. And I'm just like sitting there bopping along. I'm not even paying attention to what's happening anymore. <laughs> I thought the music fits so well. It's so good. <laughs> uh, she introduces herself as Cher, and then her best friend's name is Dion, and she says that they're named after two of the greatest divas of all time. But actually, first I was going to be like, oh my God, that's so amazing, right? <laughs> and then she says, but they're named after singers of the past who do infomercials now. And I was like, rude? That is <laughs> so rude. Um, what I thought was really cute was that when Dion got into the car with her, they did like a really cute in sync, like hair flip and snap. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, cute. <laughs> we should do that from now on. Yeah, right. Hey girl, flip, flip. Snap. <laughs> And then they get to school. I don't know how they get there alive. <laughs> it's surprising. Yeah. And then we switch to Shoop. Shoop. Oh my God. I love that song. Until the, um, there's just this one like offensive line in the song that I don't need to hear anymore, but the rest of it is amazing. Yeah. As soon as that song started, I was like, oh my God, this is Nat's favorite is- part coming up. I was just like, yes. Yeah. So then um, we are introduced to Dan's boyfriend, Murray, who is the guy from Scrubs. Yes. Yes. Which I've also never seen that show. I've watched episodes. I'm not super into it. Oh. Yeah. A lot of people like it. We don't need to watch it. I'm weird okay. about sitcoms. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching another sitcom right now, or I'm almost caught up with it, which is sad because it's on Netflix. Uh, Kim's Convenience. Oh, that's I a heard fun that's time. good. Yeah. It's cute. It's It's got good, um, you know, moments every now and again, and then it's good just for like background, but also like it's cute. Oh. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> so we meet Dion. I mean, not Dion. We meet Murray. And and he comes up to Dion. He's like, "Woman, why did you answer my pager?" And I'm like, "Oh, first of all, woman. Second of all, pagers." Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. He comes in like ready to argue with her, and she's like, "Don't call me woman." Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> "No, nah, but listen, it's like just how it." What he said something very smart about slang and how it like integrates into like everyday talking, blah blah blah. And I was like, "Okay, almost fair argument, but don't do that." <laughs> but also, it's the '90s. Yeah. So I get it. And then she's like, how come I found this cheap piece of hair in your car? You said like synthetic or something. Oh my God. Yeah. So they go off a little bit. And then Cher's like, no, I'm outie. Yeah. She's like, I'm not dealing with this, which good for you, Cher. Yeah. My (laughs) drone business, Cher. Yeah. (laughs) So then as she walks away, some some kid comes up to put his arm around her. Oh, so as she's walking away, she does an inner monologue about how like why even bother dating high school boys? And like, they're so gross and this that and that. That confused me because I'm like, are they in college now? No, they're in high school. I know. I realized that after. Yeah. I was confused for a second too. And I was like, no, wait, like she's just saying like, she doesn't want to date right now. Right. Yeah. And then that guy like grabs her and she pushes him so hard. <laughs> and she's like, ugh, as if. <laughs> and that's the iconic. I didn't think I the iconic line. I didn't think it would happen so soon either. Yeah. Right. I and thought I, it was like a one time, like later on in the movie thing, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. And I started cracking up. I was like, that delivery is amazing. Yeah. Great <laughs> acting. Great casting. Amazing. So now we're in class, in debate class. In debate class. And the teacher's Mr. Inconceivable. Yes. Yes. I don't know his name. Mr. Hall is his yeah. name in the movie. Right, right. <laughs> uh, but I don't know his name in real. Hold on. No, I don't know I his can, real name. I can name. pull it up. It is Wallace Sean. I was going to say Walter. Very close. Super close. 
<laughs> but anyway, so we're in debate class and Mr. Incon- Mr. Hall, excuse me, Mr. <laughs> Hall. <laughs> Inconceivable. <laughs> uh, he, he calls Cher up to, I guess, present her debate about oh. uh, if oppressed people should be allowed into the country. And do you remember what Cher's whole debate was or her argument? She was saying how... Oh, it was super cute. It was super cute. She started talking about her dad's 50th birthday party and how it was a garden party and people showed up who didn't RSVP and she was annoyed, but then she just went back into the kitchen and like fixed up the food so that there was enough for everyone. And she's like, the more the merrier. Maybe yeah. if, the con- if the government just goes into the kitchen and just and fixes it all up. Things. Yeah. And she's like, it does not say RSVP on the Statue of Liberty. Share. And I was Go like, in. I was like, that's amazing. I was like, that's such a good line it's so good <laughs> and i was like oh she really went there i don't want to go there but i'm gonna go there and it's so relevant today but i'm also not gonna go too deep into that but just like how is that so relevant today from this like quote-unquote like stupid teenage movie from the 90s yeah how does that still hold up forever and ever what i think is interesting about Cher is like she's not really a relatable character i mean she's a relatable into a sense as like yeah. being a teenager t- yeah teenage girl but she's so likable yeah <laughs> somehow yeah that's that's character development, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> it's good writing. <laughs> and then did you also notice that she called people from Haiti, Hadians? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. It's my like first... when you read a word, but you've never heard it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe that's it. <laughs> I was trying to figure out. <laughs> I was trying to figure out if they just used to call them Hadians or if she was just dumb and didn't know to say Haitian. Maybe she's just never heard the word before. <laughs> So then I felt dumb and I was like, wait, have I been saying it wrong? <laughs> but no, I think she was wrong. <laughs> she's, she's wrong, I think. <laughs> um, I so, you know, speaking of what you just said about her being relatable, but so unrelatable, the next scene is her driving home and pulling up to her mansion that has columns in the front and her saying, is my house such a classic? <laughs> Girl, excuse <laughs> you live in the White House. Yeah. Oh, what I thought is really funny is like, what do you think? Isn't her uh, her rival's name Vicky or something? Um, I didn't think she had a rival. Yeah, that girl, the other girl in the debate who was like, oh. I can't debate this. This argument doesn't make sense. Oh. She... <laughs> What I thought was really funny, I loved this, was she put her hands up into a W. Whatever. And she goes, whatever. And I was like, I'm using that. <laughs> that was That's where Lizzie McGuire got that from, I'm just realizing. Oh. The, the impact that this movie had <laughs> on culture just knows no bounds. Yeah, for just real. Just fully understanding everything. Um, I can't find the girl's name, so um, I, I can't tell you. I'm sorry. So in class, Mr. Hall starts passing out report cards. Mm-hmm. So, oh God, what's his name? Travis. Travis. So Travis gets his report card, looks at it, and tries to jump out of the window. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that is such a boo. <laughs> Feels like that's how it felt. And like now we're lo- we watch it and we're like, that is so stupid. But like back then, like report card, like grades were everything. They were everything. <laughs> Even for Travis, who was like the skater dude who like wasn't all about school, they were everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. You see it and you're like, oh man, my parents are gonna kill me. <laughs> like, ugh. oh geez. But so back to her house. Back to her house. <laughs> and Paul Rudd is in this movie. Oh my god, he is so cute and so young. He still looks the same. I didn't recognize him at first. Oh really? Yeah, and I was like, I was staring and staring and staring and staring, and I was like, that's Paul Rudd. 
That's him. That's him. I like, I knew he was in it, but then I forgot. So that it was like the, I, I knew it to the faintest degree that he was in this movie. So then when he popped up, I was like, Paul Rudd. <laughs> and I was like, oh wait, yeah, that's right. It's Paul Rudd. Yeah. Oh my God. He's such a cutie patootie. So Paul Rudd plays her ex stepbrother, Josh. Yeah. So it's like her, I guess her dad married some lady and Josh was her, her son. son. Yeah. So they're not really. But now they're divorced. Yeah, but he but, still comes and hangs out. Yeah, because the dad says, I divorce wives, not children. Yeah. So he still like claims him as a child. Yeah. I guess. This gets this is where it gets weird. Yeah. <laughs> this gets, is what I have a lot of feelings about. Yeah, I'm I'm unsure. Are you with me on yes. that? Okay. Yes. We'll move on. We'll get there later. <laughs> they have a family dinner where the dad is trying to persuade Josh to pursue one type of fancy law, like whatever law he's in, I think. Yeah, because Josh wants to do environmental law. Yep, I feel that. I'm about that. We need more of those guys around. Well, for sure. And then um, then he asked Cher about her report card, and she's like, I'm not ready. I'm, I'm going to negotiate with my teachers to switch my grades up. And I was like, what? And her dad's like, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Like, we just do that? So I got mad because, you know, I worked so hard to have my solid B plus average in school. And there were these people that just negotiated their way into having like the B pluses, the A's. And I'm like, what if you just studied? What if you just did your homework or maybe stop skipping class so much? Or just like the bare minimum. Yeah, the bare minimum. I feel like the bare minimum would have gotten you at least a C, which is passing. Yeah. So C's all you had to do degrees. was like, ex- yeah, just do like two homeworks a semester. That's all you needed to do. I remember in, we had an art teacher in high school who posted grades up for all her classes. Oh, really? And she had like it written like the number out of 100. And I'm looking in, in this one class and I see like this kid I know his name and I see two out of 100. Oh, and I was like, what? I was like, dude, you get points for showing up. Yeah. How? <laughs> Where do they go? I'm like, what? Can I tell you something that was really, I mean, you know this part. We went to high school together. Did we, did, was that clear to everybody listening? <laughs> We've grown up together. Anyway, in high school, I had a study hall while Sophie had art. So I would just skip study hall to go to art so that I could be more creative and like have fun. So then I would get a call home every single day <laughs> that I skipped study hall because I guess they had to keep track of me in case I got stolen. <laughs> but we were like, I'm going to art. Yeah. Like study hall is nothing. <laughs> Why are you calling home that I'm skipping a class? Because it wasn't even like the message that gets sent home. It's like your your son or daughter has skipped X period today and blah, blah, blah. So it's not making it clear that it's just a study. Hall. Like it could have been math that I was skipping. So you go home and your parents are like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah so if my parents, yeah, I mean, I, I told my parents, but if they didn't know any better, they'd be like, what are you skipping classes about? Every single day you're skipping this class. What's this about? And like it's study hall. You're like, chill out. Come guys. on. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> so now we're back to school. Yes. So she's thinking that Mr. Hall might be giving out bad grades because he's lonely and sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Taking she, it out on the kids. Yeah, because she, they goes through like this little montage where she's like talking to teachers and like trying to, like showing how she like yes. manipulates to get her grades up, like yes. crying to like the very obvious butch lesbian yeah. gym teacher. <laughs> about a guy who broke her heart and the gym teacher's like, men are trash. (laughs) (laughs) Men are trash. You get this A. Yeah, here you go. (laughs) (laughs) Only boys get Bs. (laughs) Boys go to Jupiter. (laughs) So uh, to get more stupider, I don't know why I didn't just (laughs) continue from that. 
so with Mr. Hall, it just wasn't happening. So she's like, let's set him up with Miss Geist. And she's history teacher, right? I think English. Oh, I don't know. But they, so she does like this monologue talking about Mr. Hall and like explaining how he looks and all this stuff. And then she goes to Miss Geist and I'm like, oh God. She's like, she has more lipstick on her teeth than on her lips. And I was like, oh God, she's a mess. And I'm like, that's going to be me when I'm old. She's a real fixer upper. Yeah. I'm like, oh God. She's got a lot of potential is what we're saying. I'm like this poor sweet lady. So this is the part of the movie where I was like, so is this the plot? Is she trying to hook these two teachers up? Yeah. I was, I thought that was going to be the rest of the movie. Yeah. But then, uh, we, so actually I was going to spoil it already. We come back home and dad is yelling at Cher for getting a third ticket. So this is what I was talking about earlier. Yes. So after this, so she's getting, she got a third notice for the ticket. So she's not allowed to drive unsupervised. And I got so mad and I was like, I get, you know, like parenting today is very helicoptery. And I don't agree with all of that because I feel like kids need some freedom, but to have so much freedom that you have a car, but don't know how to drive. (laughs) I think it's too much. That's definitely too much. There's got to be a happy medium. (laughs) At least learn to drive. Yeah. Or like spend like one day with her. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So then the next scene is Josh is now the supervisor in the the car and they're talking about this and that. And then he says that he's actually got to go to this tree planting meeting where he hopes to get Marky Mark to contribute. (laughs) Marky Mark? (laughs) This is so 90s. I love it. Yeah, right. (laughs) And she's like, he's probably too busy doing underwear commercials. (laughs) (laughs) I miss Marky Mark. I feel like he should just make like a one single uh, like comeback. Yeah, right. I feel like he would never. No, definitely not. He's trying to like hide that 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 ever existed. <laughs> he's ashamed. He shouldn't be though. He shouldn't. <laughs> it's With passive income. Yeah, exactly. Come on, Marky Mark. So we're back at school. Oh, is this one she's writing the mo- note? Maybe. Oh, I might have. Seen, I didn't take the best notes on this. Yeah, I. <laughs> It's hard to take notes on movies. Yeah, right? <laughs> I like. I feel like I forgot how to take notes on movies watching this. So I was like, should I care about this? Do I care about this part? Mm. But um, there's some scene. Yeah, something happened. <laughs> some school scene where Cher is writing a secret admirer note to Miss Geist. Oh, yes, yes. And Miss Geist finds a note and she's like reading it and she starts smiling. And I'm like, my yes. heart is melting. Yes, I remember. Okay, so she puts the note in her, like the teacher mailboxes, which I yeah. forgot that that was a thing. With a rose. Yeah. Yeah, so cute. So then they're planting the seeds. They're doing the setup. Mm-hmm. And then after that, so once they get Mrs. Geist, you know, hooked, they have to get Mr. Hall. So then they catch up to him at lunch and Cher's like, I forgot my coffee or I took my dad's coffee by accident. She says the R word. I said, but it's the 90s. I'm going to I'm going to look past it. <laughs> the 90s anyway she tells mr hall that she she took this coffee from her dad by accident he took her orange juice or whatever it is she was drinking at the time yeah probably a water so then she's like and you know i don't know maybe you can share with somebody like mrs geist or you know whoever so very subtle always (laughs) planting seeds (laughs) but she's good at playing cupid yeah Mm mm-hmm but then right before that, this is one of those sidebar moments where we're going to talk about real life for a second. Uh, before this, Cher and Dion are talking about how like skinny they want to be and how Cher has had like this like grape and this like one piece of bread or something. Oh and my God. Like, yeah. She like talks, she's like, I feel like such a heifer and she lists like literally like three foods. And yeah. I'm like, that's, this is amateur hour in yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> love, love all the pressures that, that women get. Yeah, and how right. we just get subtly taught to hate our bodies. So much fun. Yeah. Anyway, still product of the times. Oh, for sure. We can move on. 
She gives him the coffee. They're all happy. And then they're kind of spying on him. So like we're in a montage again. Mm-hmm. Love all the montages. I love montages. They're so fun. The good beat. Yep. <laughs> but so we see them. They're getting happy. They're like drinking under a tree. So cute. And they're they're laughing and, and happy. And then Shara's like, yes, my grades are going to go up. <laughs> <laughs> so then we cut into the next bit of the montage where her all of the grades are now switched to A's. Her dad is super happy. And... Oh, and I'm lying. This is after the montage because now we're in like a real dialogue scene. Yeah. So now her dad's happy that... that is it during the montage when Miss Geist and Mr. Hall kiss? Mm, is it that one or the next one? There's so many montages in this There's movie. a lot. So there's like one part in whatever montage where Miss Geist and Mr. Hall are kissing and they're at their cars in the parking lot and then she turns around and is like struggling to get oh, in her yeah. car. And I was like... <laughs> Her doing something embarrassing in front of her crush is such a meme move. (laughs) (laughs) She has a struggle car too. I know. I'm like, I feel this so hard. I'm like, (laughs) but you know, oh man, it's how you play it off. It's the confidence. Mm -hmm. Are we at gym class yet? No, because I'm torn about her dad. So her dad is very proud of her for negotiating the grades. And he's like, oh, I knew you could do it. But then like now I'm torn because like just be a good student and study. But also negotiating (laughs) is a very good life skill to have. Yeah. So like good, but also bad. (laughs) And she's got really high charisma points. She has great charisma, (laughs) but also just study (laughs) or like just do your homework twice and show up to class, you know? Nope. But so, yeah. I'm going to play the system. I don't know how I feel about that, but now we're in gym class. Yes. And this girl walks in and she's just a mess. She's a new student. Mm-hmm. Um, her name's Ty, played by Brittany Murphy. Yep. She's got a weird accent. I don't know if they were trying to make her like from the East Coast or whatever. I think they were. Tr- I thought she was supposed to be like New York. That's what I was like thinking. I was like, <laughs> is that really like- how we sounded back then? <laughs> and I, I couldn't even like try to like recreate that accent for you. I, I can't. I can't do it. It was like annoying and high pitched and like, oh my God. It was kind of like, uh, what's her face from Orange is the New Black? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's like, maybe she was from like Brooklyn in the 90s. Yeah. She's like, you got Coke? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, it's America. And I'm like, oh. Oh, they're talking two oh. different languages right now. <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> I was like, excuse me, you're in high school. <laughs> you're not supposed to know what Coke is. Mitch. Real that real back. Chill out. Wait till your brain's developed. Like, come on. A, at least a little bit more. <laughs> or just like not. Yeah. Or just not. Or just not at all, yeah. <laughs> so we meet Ty. Cher decides that it's time to give Ty a makeover now since she was so successful in setting up Mr. Hall and Mrs. Geist. Or Miss yes. Geist, excuse me. Because she feels like she has to do some kind of good deed because Josh got into her head that she's just selfish and does good things for mm-hmm. her own gain well she doesn't realize that until later on oh yeah but that that is a thing that is the but truth. like this is that conversation that they had oh when they that... were doing their weird sibling banter in the car oh yeah i missed that part i'm incorrect yeah it was when she was like oh come driving with me yeah Mm-hmm. Mm. See, I was distracted by Marky Mark. <laughs> and then I stopped paying attention. <laughs> okay, so the next scene is a tour of the social groups in the school. Very, you know, Mean Girls did this. Yeah. So, you know, again, the the impact of this movie. <laughs> and then Cher gives Ty an anti-drug speech because, you know, she asks about the Coke again. <laughs> <laughs> you got Coke? <laughs> <laughs> and then we cut into a makeover montage. Again, a classic. Oh. So now, what? Real quick. Um, do Sharon and Dion have like the same eyes? Mm. Cause I was like, oh, their eye color is the same. Similar. I know Dion's eyes are much lighter than 
typically. Like they were like very, very, very light brown. I thought they both had green eyes. And I was like, that's an interesting move. Like maybe I was like, oh, are they both wearing colored contacts? (laughs) After the makeover, Ty gets Makeover montage. Yeah, the makeover montage, excuse me. (laughs) So cute. Ty gets turned essentially into um, looking exactly like Sharon Dion. And there is a lot of plaid suit happening in this movie. Have you noticed that? I love it. (laughs) What happened to that look? I feel like it it only worked in Clueless and I've never seen anything since. Yeah, a lot of these outfits only work in this movie. Yeah. Because I was like, oh. (laughs) Not a lot of people could carry that off this year. Yeah, there were some outfits where I was like, oh, that's cute. And there was some where I was like, oh, geez. Yeah. Oh, boy. But so now there's a photo shoot where Cher is trying to set Ty up with this guy named Elton. Wait, I have an issue. It's me too. (laughs) So before that, right, Josh busts in on the makeover and then Uh goes to make a sandwich. Yep. And he takes this whole bin of turkey out. It's like the size of his chest. It's huge. Right? He takes one slice of bread, one slice of turkey, and puts mayo on top of the turkey, and then puts another piece of bread and walks away. That's not a sandwich. Who? Who? What a psycho. That's not a sandwich. (laughs) What? And then he just leaves the turkey there? Bro, put it away and use more than one slice. What are you doing? (laughs) Love yourself. That's a waste of space. I was like, like, whoa, 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 whoa. How dare you? (laughs) You... (laughs) God, <laughs> Paul Rudd, learn to make a sandwich, please. Maybe he, maybe he was silly back in the day. Uh, maybe. This is one of his jokes. You know, he's a great comedian. <laughs> he was just messing with us. So Ty and Elton. Yes. So it's a photo shoot. Cher is taking photos of Ty, of this group, but Ty is there and Elton is there. Uh, and it kind of works because Elton asked for a copy of the photo of him and Ty to hang up in his locker. Yeah. So real quick. So Ty actually has a crush on Travis. Yes. And they Travis, have a crush on each other. They have a crush on each other. And Cher is like, no, 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 no. That's because, social suicide. Yeah. he's. She's like, he's a burnout. Like, no. So that's why she's trying to hook her up with Elton. Because mm-hmm. Elton's like popular and rich. Yeah. And then we are at... And he's a douche. And he is a douche. <laughs> so now there's a party that's in the valley. I don't know where that is in relation to where we are now. I think they're somewhere in LA. I don't know where the valley is. Me neither. I just know they said it's an hour away. Yeah, it's an hour away. So... Dion and Murray are on their way to the party using a map map, like a paper map. And I was like, oh boy, that's rough. Uh, I was and they were, like, oh They were no. getting lost. They were trying to figure out where they were going. And I'm like, how did you guys function back then? Yeah, really? Like, I, I do remember when my family used to use map maps, mm-hmm. but obviously it was before I was like old enough to understand how to read maps and, and like I was way before I could drive. Yeah. But if I had to use a map today, I want to challenge myself to use a map today. <laughs> Like we use them when we go to national parks, but that's easy because there was only like two roads to choose from. Yeah. You're like right or left. That's but it. like if we were in the city using a map map. Oh no. I would have a hard time because <laughs> it's not like not only the places where you were like aren't as familiar with, but all the traffic. Yeah. And paying attention, but like looking at the map. So it's like you're fully looking away from the road (laughs) to look back at the road. And you're like, oh, I've passed that street like eight years ago. Oh, we're done. Yep. (laughs) So anyway, they use the map map to get to the party. And then there's an Asian girl, the first one so far, I think, maybe the second. (laughs) Um, But she she suggests that everybody play suck and blow, which is that game with the, you get the playing cards and you like, you pass it from your mouth to the mouth. So then Elton is between Ty and Cher and he gets the card from Ty and then he passes it to Cher. 
But before she sucks on it, he drops the card and kisses her. And I'm like, and hold like, on. And grabs her. Yeah. And she's like laughing it off. And then Ty's laughing it off. And I'm like, hold on. Doesn't she like Elton? And also wasn't in one of the previous montages. It looked like Cher had a boyfriend. Like she was hugging on some guy and some guy was Oh, that was him. Guy. That was him, right? Yeah. Because he sits behind her in class. Yeah. They're just like close friends or whatever. Oh. Yeah. No, she doesn't have a boyfriend because she's like. Saving herself for Luke Perry, as Dion yes, says. Yes, for Luke Perry. <laughs> but I was like, doesn't Ty have a crush on him? And he just kissed her in front of him. And also, was that, if they're just friends with it, was that just a homie kiss? Yeah. <laughs> or it might have been like, haha, he's just really bad at the game. Uh-huh. Like, they just are like, I don't know. Ty's crush on him is like wild because yeah. it's like you just liked this other kid. And now like just because Cher put it in your head that you should go for this guy, you're now like... Yeah, she just told her to have a crush on him. Yeah. And then she's like, okay. I'm like, <laughs> sure. I'm like, oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so then after that, what happens? After the party? Well, after this one bit. Oh, after this one bit. Oh, so Cher and Ty go to dance Mm -hmm. out in the living room area and some girl's like shoe flies off her foot (laughs) and like just whacks Ty right in the head. And launches it at her. Yeah, and she knocks out. (laughs) Which doesn't seem super realistic, but okay. Were they clogs? Like, What were these shoes? Solid, pure wooden clogs. (laughs) What were these shoes? <laughs> so then Elton carries her and then they get like a little like towel and put ice in it and hold it on her head. So there's this song playing. So she, she like wakes up and there's a song playing. So Elton's like, oh, like dance to this song with me, like trying to like make her feel better and like whatever. That becomes important later. It does. <laughs> this weird song. Yep. I don't remember what it is. Neither do I. I just know it goes like rolling. 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 Rolling something. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and then they do like this hand wave. The wave. Yeah. The wave. So then Cher's dad calls her and oh. is like, girl, you got to come home now. With those big ass phones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> huge giant, Motorola's. These giant bricks. <laughs> so then after the party, they're all t- deciding like who's going to ride with who. So Elton's like, Cher, you live in my direction. You're coming with me. And she's like, no, but Ty should come with you and I should go with Dion because, you know, I don't care that we're backtracking stuff. You take Ty. I don't think it was Dion. I think it was the Asian girl. Or the Asian girl. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention to this movie, clearly. <laughs> but so essentially, Cher is just trying to get Ty in the car with Elton to set them up. And Elton's like, no. No. Yeah. And he takes Cher and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. And then that's one of those like, Ty should have known what was happening and she could have helped the situation a little bit, but but she didn't. But she was concussed. Her well, her whole character is that she's just an airhead. Yeah, she's just an East Coast airhead, which I guess is worse than a West Coast airhead. Yeah, clear, well, because we want the Coke. Yeah, <laughs> we love Coke on the East Coast, <laughs> especially when we're like fifteen, sixteen. That's like the peak Coke age, yeah. peak Coke usage. Yeah. <laughs> so then, um, so then Elton and. What's her face? Cher. How did I just forget her name? Oh, geez. We've only been talking about it for like a while. <laughs> so Elton and Cher are driving down whatever boulevard. Yeah. And they, he like they stopped stops. at some gas station. Oh, it was a liquor store. Or a liquor store. It a parking closed. lot. Yeah. It was a closed yeah. store. <laughs> so then they're chatting about something about how. Cher keeps trying to be like, oh, isn't Ty cute? Yeah. And like trying to talk about Ty and Elton's like, okay. Yeah. But, uh, so she asked about the photo that he asked to hang up in her locker and she's like, Didn't, wasn't that such a cute picture? And he's like, yeah, but it's because she took the picture, not that because of Ty was in the picture. Yeah. And Cheryl's like, huh? And she's like, what? So then he starts like trying to make out with her and she's like, 
As if. As if. And like pushes him away and he, and she keeps saying no and he just keeps trying. And I'm like, no. Yeah. No. Boys, no means no. <laughs> no means no. She's Even not going to change her mind. She says, as if I've been trying to get you with Ty. So that's a clear no. Yeah. And an explanation too. And he's like with Ty and he's like so insulted. Yeah, rude. <laughs> and he's like, me and her don't make sense. But me and you make sense because like we're both rich. Yeah. And I'm like, that's messed up. That's lame. That's lame. You're lame. You're Whatever. douche. Whatever. Whatever. So then she gets out of the car because she's angry. Yeah. Obviously, I probably would too. Maybe not like in the middle of nowhere, but also I get it. Yeah. And, and then he, he drives away. He drives off. And she's like, where are you going? <laughs> and I'm like, oh no. And then, oh, poor Cher. Yeah. So she's trying to figure out what to do now. She's like, all right, I guess I'm going to walk home. And then uh, some guy just comes up to her with a gun mm-hmm. and mugs her Yeah, at take, gunpoint. Takes her purse, her phone, and her shoes. Why her shoes? <sighs> I, I guess you could sell them. <laughs> but um, she somehow has enough money. Or maybe she called the operator for from the payphone. Remember payphones? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering about that because she just goes right up to the payphone and calls Josh. And I'm like, aren't you supposed to put money in? Yeah. <laughs> Did she just? Ha- She's too rich to just happen to carry around 50 cents on her. Yeah. But maybe that was the thing. I don't know. Maybe you get like one free one. I, I don't know. <laughs> but she takes it very like... In the 10 minutes between being sexually harassed, getting robbed at gunpoint, Mm -hmm. she takes it very well. Yeah. She just is like, I can't. She's like, I just got to get home. Like suspiciously well. I was like, what? Like there's nothing, like no trauma there? Yeah. I'm like, is getting yelled at by your dad way worse than getting... I mean, when you're 16. (laughs) I guess so. Yeah. (laughs) So Josh comes to pick her up, but Josh was just with some other girl. So the girl comes with Josh. And they're talking Uh, in the car. She's annoying. She's annoying. Oh, she's such a know-it-all. I'm like, shut up. But it's funny because what I was saying, like with the whole, like she's taking the whole like 10 minutes of the worst minute, the worst 10 minutes of her life. She's taking that really well because in the car, she still has enough like brain presence to be like, no, you're wrong. Because in the movie, they're talking about some movie or like some Shakespeare thing, right? She, she quoted Hamlet and she was like, um, Hamlet didn't say that. And she's like, I think I know Shakespeare. And Cher is like, no, you don't don't because this other character said that yeah but because Cher watched the movie of it yeah so she still had enough <laughs> like of the brain presence to correct this girl yeah even though she, she <laughs> that girl was so pissed and then we didn't see her the rest of the movie Not at so all. i guess her ego was bruised enough yeah <laughs> so then Whoops. the next day finally dots are connecting that yeah oh. Cher tells ty about elton and now ty's brokenhearted not from the party when and she's <laughs> devastated she's, right yeah and then this song comes on the radio and she's so dramatic she's like they're playing our song the one that elton and i danced rolling, to at the party something and i'm like you had a crush on this dude for two days like chill yeah, out it was yesterday yeah Get over. yeah <laughs> but again when you're she's, 16 and she's dramatic like it's the end of yeah. the world but she still likes travis yeah so just focus on Travis. Yeah, move on. <laughs> but it's funny because like right before that song comes on, they're at a diner right now. And then yes. they're like fiending after this waiter. And like, oh, I like that one. Yeah. And like, oh, I like the muscly. Oh, I don't like the muscly. And then Ty's like, oh, I'm crying now. Yeah. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> the female brain is amazing. <laughs> what? Um. So then they start talking while they're at the diner. They start talking about virginity. And Ty's like, oh, I'm not a virgin. And Cher is, and Dion's like, I'm kind of a virgin. And I was like, like, she's technically a virgin. Technically a virgin. And I'm like, what? That's one of those, like, I'm like, more than a few binaries in the world where you are or you aren't. Yeah. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, oh, like, 
so your hymen's still intact, but your other your other spot might not be. No. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, I'm like, girl. I don't know. <laughs> you are, or you aren't. She, she did say that Sherry is hymenally challenged. I thought it was so <laughs> funny. I was like, that's so clever. <laughs> Start using that from now on. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but now Cher decides that it's time to find another boy for Ty, which could very well be Travis. Yeah. Who Ty can find for herself. But anyway, it's time to find another boy for Ty. And, uh, and then she has like a sidebar about roasting boys fashion in the 90s. <laughs> it's, it's another, mon- like not mon- a montage, but it's like a slow-mo shot of these guys walking, these skater guys. And they're like the super, super baggy shorts, which aren't really shorts. They're more like baggy pants that are just cut off at the ankles. There was like some guys wearing baggy shorts that were like low and some guys wearing baggy jeans that were low. Yeah. And, it and was then the baggy shirts that baggy didn't fit. Baggy shirts, the hair, the like gross, dirty hair yep. and then the hats that were on backwards. Yep. And very like what my brothers would have been wearing. <laughs> I was going to say, it's, it was rough in the 90s for boys. <laughs> yeah. Like if you look at pictures of my brothers when they were teenagers, you're like, oh, that's 90s. That's 90s. Oh. I see some of them on the fridge. And yeah. I know that's not, not 90s. It's probably early 2000s, but still that's... That was a rough time. It carried over. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're in debate class and there's another new kid. Yeah. I guess it's that guy, Christian. And he's a hottie. That, you know, Cher had mentioned in the beginning of the movie that like his parents have like joint custody. So he's not there for one semester. He's there for like the next semester. Did she say that? I missed that whole I part. Feel like, I feel like that was this guy. But um, he kind of looked like that guy that creeped me out in one day's the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I said that he looked like he could be from the 50s like he could be from danny's gang in greece oh yeah he could have but also could have looked like that guy that creeped you out in wendy's the other day he kind of did like a much younger version yeah, well, of that yeah. dude yeah of course <laughs> the other day we went to wendy's and sophie got stared down by this man for a solid 30 seconds yeah and he was like smiling weird it was weird it was just a weird yeah i was like can we go <laughs> Yeah, that's our other message to old men is to just please stop staring at us. Stop. Stop stop it. Just make it a casual, like, look around the room and that's it. That's all we need. Do not stare. Yeah. I get the thing. You know, you're walking down the sidewalk, you smile at somebody, but that's all it needs to be. No continued eye contact. Just hi and bye. That's it. Go. Let it go. Leave it. Yeah. Leave it there. So then Cher gets called on to do an oral presentation on the violence in the media. And she gives like a three second speech about how removing violence from TV has no effect because there's still going to be violence in the news. And I'm not going to take that bait, but she does. Um, she really thinks that she's going to get an A from delivering this three second speech. Yeah. And everyone else is just like nobody's paying attention. Yeah, no. Except for Christian. who's like, I thought that was cool. Yeah. She is so into him. Like she, when he walks in, it's like a slow-mo shot. And she's like, I know I'm supposed to be looking for a man for Ty, but what about a man for me? And I'm thinking it's time for me, you know? <laughs> and I was like, oh, honey. <laughs> so then she does the thing where she, she accidentally drops the pen off of her desk. <laughs> and then he goes to pick it up because he sits like two rows diagonally behind her. And uh, he, he hands her the pen, but it's a slow boom up. That's when the camera goes like vertically up and down. Mm-hmm. So it's a slow boom up from the pen on the floor up to her mm-hmm. to show her legs. And he goes, nice stems. <laughs> and she's like, ah, oh, me. <laughs> and I'm like, this is so high school. <laughs> but also, who calls them stems? Christian does. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. 
So then for the next few days, this is a montage of her giving herself gifts because per her voiceover, she says that... It's a good nothing, way to get attention. Yeah, to let him know that she's desirable. Yeah, she's like, I sent myself flowers. I sent myself chocolates. Wrote myself notes to myself. <laughs> I'm like, oh man. <laughs> yeah. So then he asked her, it works eventually. And he asked her if there's any parties happening this weekend. So she's like, uh, duh. Saturday. So then he goes to pick her up from her home. Mm-hmm. And this is another me thing. And he just walks right in. So yeah, that's so like too confident. Yeah. Way too confident. Yeah. Um, but before he gets there, she her voiceover also explains that her dad just got this really crazy um, lawsuit that he has to, you know, figure out this weekend. Um, so he and Josh are down in, in their office, like just going through all the paperwork and then the doorbell rings and she's like, she calls to them to get it because she has to make the boy wait. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, that was, that was very mean. Not the whole like making people wait thing because I hate that, but the whining to your dad or older sibling until you get what you want. Yeah. Cause they were like, we're busy. And she's like, daddy, <laughs> get the door. I can't go yet. <laughs> she's like a little bratty at this part. Yeah. No, I'm so good at doing that. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my it's God. It's a skill. And it's, so Josh and her dad meet Christian and they're like, I don't like this guy. <laughs> so when Cher comes down the stairs and her pre-date reveal, I hate the shot to Josh because it seems like they're romanticizing Ugh. her coming down because he's like staring at her and like smiling and it's got like this like romantic background he's music. Smitten. And it's going from like her to him, yep. not like her to Christian. Mm-hmm. Like, And I'm like, oh, I was like, oh. no, no, no. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> Back that up. Yeah. This is, no. See, this is my, my notes are, you know, regular lowercase. Josh looks at her like she's so beautiful. And then all caps, boy, this is not Game of Thrones. This is your sister. Stop that. <laughs> You're like kind of stepsister, but not really yeah. your stepsister. And so, okay. My thought there is like, okay. So like, if you want to play the technicality game, they're not blood, you know, they're not related in that sense, but they like kind of were at one point and they're like, if it's in the nineties, I don't know how population works, but there's at least 6 billion other people <laughs> in the world who aren't related to you. Yeah. And at one point you did have like a sibling relationship yeah. and you lived together and yeah like, i don't know it's a weird it's weird i don't like it i don't know how to feel about it i don't like it that's how i feel about it <laughs> call me a conservative on that point i just don't like it <laughs> yeah i'm just like that's weird that's a weird situation yeah, yeah. anybody else she could have <laughs> but whatever love is blind and yeah also, sure i don't know i don't know and, i'm not familial make- yeah <laughs> but i was just like oh this is weird <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Christian is very committed to his aesthetic because he drives a very old timey car. Mm-hmm. And then he plays Billy Holly for her. So he's very, he's, he's 50s or bust. Yeah. And then what happens is... They get to this party and there's a ska band. Yeah, there is. <laughs> Love it. Uh, my thought halfway through the scene was like, very easily could have been Smash Mouth, but yeah. it wasn't. Which like, so that knocks this movie yeah, down a little bit. I was bit. a little disappointed. <laughs> so... But it can't have it all. So Ty... <laughs> Ty comes into the party. (laughs) (laughs) And so there's like 10 steps to get down to the dance floor. And she manages to fall down every single one. And she like falls like feet first. So she's like sliding down. And I'm like, God, Ty. And she just, she takes it like a champ. She just gets right back up. She's like, oh my God, that was so embarrassing. Wow. That was a really great accent. <laughs> I tried. Where'd you, where, so where did you go for that? Were you Long Island? Were you Queens? Uh-huh. Staten Island? I tried to mix in a little Joyzy. 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 So Ty asks Cher about her outfit. 
because she has like this little like thingy over. A little like cardigan, but it's like a sheer a cardigan kind of thing. Yeah, like a thing. So uh, Cher's like, you're fine. And then she goes and dances with Christian. So the camera... <laughs> so uh, the camera goes from Cher and Christian dancing to Ty and Ty's wearing it differently. And then it goes back to them and then back to Ty and she's wearing it differently again. And it just cuts like <laughs> four more times. And it's like every single time she's wearing it differently. And I'm like, oh, Ty. <laughs> she's having a rough, she just got, con- she was concussed last week. Yeah. She just fell down the stairs. <laughs> she, her, she got her heart broken. She got her heart broken. She's probably doing some more coke. Yeah. You know? Yeah, go with coke here. <laughs> I was like, what? She's not thinking. So uh, Wait, but I have another thought because um, they see Elton dancing. There's some girl that he's dancing with named Amber and Cher calls her a Monet, which means that she's pretty from afar, but a mess, a mess close up, which is mean. <laughs> um, but then Christian Was is that like, the... Wait, the girl that he was dancing with, was that the rival? Did I say maybe, her name was Vicky? Maybe. Icky Vicky. <laughs> similar feel. She looks like Vicky from Fairly Odd Parents. I think that's why Let's I did that. Let's call her Vicky. Okay. <laughs> um, but then so, so Christian's nearby and they ask Christian for his opinion on her and he does like the most feminine spin move by like pulling his glasses down. Yeah. So I'm like, is this boy gay? Like not That's what I thought too. I was, like, I was like, this is the nineties. They play up on all these stereotypes. Like this boy is gay. I was like, right? I was like, Oh snap. Is he gay? Yeah. <laughs> Cause like, um, and then he asks Cher for money to go to the bar and like, he's like flirting with the bartender. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, he's gay. He's gay. And then they should cut to him and her dancing again. And he's dancing on a do. Yeah. He's gay. And she has her back to him and she's dancing. And I'm like, oh, oh. And like, oh, and um, Josh ends up showing up at the party and he starts dancing with Ty. Yeah. And I was like, uh-oh. Okay. Two <laughs> thoughts. We're going to remind a little bit. Josh shows up at the party because before, just after Cher and Christian leave, he tells his dad that he's going to go, you know, to keep an eye on Cher. And I'm like, no. Yeah. He was Stop. like, he was like, oh, I don't like that guy. Yeah. Which neither do we. He's like, I think he's like, I think I'm going to go check out that party. So he gets up and her dad like cracks a smile because I guess he wants them together. Ew. And I was like, I don't like that. Oh, so you're basically, you want to get him a good job as a lawyer so he can take care of your daughter. Ugh, nope. Stop talking. I was like, oh, her, her dad's planning all this. Don't say that. Stop talking. <laughs> the next thing I was going to say was that when he asked Cher for the dollar, so after he does the spin move, pulls the glasses down, he calls Amber a wreck and says that um, it's annoying that they have to pay for brewskis here. Brewskis. <laughs> That's what I call them. <laughs> so then he asks Cher for money, which she gives him no problem. And then he kisses her on the cheek and walks away. And the girls forget about him being so cute. But like, that was a real douchebag move. Oh, super. He's kind of a douche. He, yeah. That's but then so be- scummy. But then they become friends and I'm like, okay, like they have a cute friendship. Yeah. But that's later on. <laughs> yeah. So later. <laughs> Let's see. So then, okay. Yeah. We went through the whole dancing. Yeah. Christian's so, definitely gay. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So, um, Sharon, Josh go home mm-hmm. and like, they're like watching cartoons and he's kind of like roasting her about still watching cartoons. Mm-hmm. So her inner monologue happens and she said, I have more fun vegging out than partying. And I'm like, girl, same. Yeah. You Me remember too. when you, when you realized that how <laughs> liberating that was? Yeah. It's so relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can like stay up late and watch cartoons all night. <laughs> yeah. All night long. Yeah. And then, so a few days later, Christian finally calls to tell Cher that he's going to come over to watch some videotapes. It was Cher. the next day. Oh, the night. I thought it was a few days later. No, because she was like, 
Oh, usually because he after they oh. left the party, he's like, "I'll call you tomorrow." And then she's like, "Usually, when guys say I'll call you tomorrow, it's a few days." But he actually called me tomorrow. Oh, okay. So I, <laughs> again, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. So it goes into like a montage of her getting like ready and everything. So I had to pause because I ended up laughing so hard because she's in the kitchen and she, her inner monologue is like, "When a boy comes over, you should always have something baking," and she just like oh, yeah. throws. A whole cookie dough roll right onto um, just a tray, a cookie sheet. Like she just plops it, and I'm like, I was dying. <laughs> I was like, Oh no, she doesn't know. Do you have to cut it? That's how you make cookies, sweetie. They cut in the oven. <laughs> yeah, you you cook them first. Yeah, they just jump apart, <laughs> and then you and then you cut them when they're cooked. The part that I laughed at a lot was that she says, um, you know, I got to pick out outfits. I got to do a full lighting design in the home. Yeah. And Dion <laughs> like, comes over and like helps they're play, Like they're dimming all the lights and like playing with this and that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and Dion's like helping her like get ready and like doing her makeup and it was her a, hair. This was another great montage. <laughs> but like, the end so of good. the story of this montage is that she wants to lose her virginity to him. Yeah. Because she's in love. Yeah. She was like so ready. So they're watching, he comes over and like they're watching movies and she's like trying to put the moves on him and he is just not, not in, it. he's not having it. So she does something and he gets uncomfortable and he's like, I'm going to go. She tries to, she's like playing footsies with him. She's trying to like rub his, his like ankle with her yeah. foot. Yeah. And, and she's then, like, my feet are cold. And then he puts a pillow on top of her foot and he's like there. And I'm like, wow, what a friend zone <laughs> move. That's a true just, oof. Yeah. Right. So the other thing, what was I going to say? Oh, this is when I was like, this boy is definitely gay mm-hmm. because they're watching oh. these movies because <laughs> he loves this guy named Tony Curtis. Yes. Who, that's a actor who I don't know. Like, I know the name. I just don't know who he is. Yeah, me neither. Um, but he's like watching him for Tony Curtis. And you can see in his face that he's like not watching him for Tony Curtis, but he's watching him like for Tony yeah. Curtis, you know? He's watching Tony Curtis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he's gay. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> So then he leaves and uh, it cuts to, it goes to a scene where Marie is trying to teach Dion how to drive and mm-hmm. shares in the backseat. And it is just a disaster. This is, yeah, this is a train wreck. But props to Murray for being the most observant character in the movie. Yep. Because they're talking to Christian and he's like, oh, they're talking about Christian and shares like, I tried to have sex with him. And Murray's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. He's openly laughing at her. Yeah. And they're like, what? And they're like, he's like, that guy's gay. <laughs> and she's like, no. And they're like, he's like, yeah, he is. And then she's like, oh. Which, it being a 90s film, they all kind of like, they all find out he's gay. Like, they all kind of like they take, take it, it really well. Yeah, really well. <laughs> so good job, Clueless team. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> she goes from like crushing on him after that to like just being, being his, just being friends. And yeah. She's totally cool and like yeah. great. But anyway, so back to their driving. Yeah. <laughs> they got, they accidentally get on the freeway and go into full panic mode. And I was like, that's how I felt the first time I drove on the highway. Yeah. <laughs> Because also they're in a Jeep again. So I don't know if it's Cher's Jeep or if Dion also has a Jeep. But there's like, there's motor, this whole motorcycle gang that's like revving up around them. Cause I guess they're also probably going like 20 miles an hour. They're probably going slow. They're probably not in the right lane. Yeah. And like, and then um, a big 18 wheeler comes up right behind them, which that 18 wheeler could have moved around them, honestly. Yeah. But so it's huge. It's just full panic central. So they, they're <laughs> screaming until they get off the next exit. And I'm like, damn, I get that. I feel, I feel that. Yeah, really. 
Um, but the other thing I wanted to mention was like in the beginning of the scene, uh, when Cher is talking about what happened last night, she's like, and like, what am I doing wrong? What's wrong with me? Do you remember when you used to think that it was you <laughs> that was wrong? <laughs> yep. It's always the other person. It's always, sometimes <laughs> it just doesn't work out, you know, personalities yeah. don't, don't clash all the time. But for me, it's always the other person. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm flawless. I need yeah. no growth in my life. There's yeah. no change that needs to happen on my side. <laughs> I'm perfect as is. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just saying, like, remember when you when you realized that it wasn't you and in, like what a liberating moment that was too? Yeah, right? You're like, so okay. fun. <laughs> okay, so now we're at the mall the next day. Now Christian and D uh, not Dion, Christian and Cher are friends. I don't know why I keep forgetting Cher's And name. they're shopping. Shopping. Triple T K A. <laughs> Time to totally kick ass. <laughs> that's from White Chicks, which yeah. is a fantastic movie. I think that's 2004. It's definitely 2000s. So then we see Ty is talking to some boys while she's sitting on a banister and she's flirting about what would happen if I just fell. So then the boys just grab her and dangle her over the side. Yeah. So those guys need to go to jail. Those are psychopaths. <laughs> those are the ones that like light squirrels on fire. Yeah, really. But that whole thing, um, well, Christian ends up going over and like getting her and being like, what the hell are you guys doing? Mm -hmm. So they bring her back and they're like, oh my God, are you okay? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. So then back to school. <laughs> yep. So this whole, the whole thing that happened at the mall with Ty ends up making her popular. Yeah. And then everybody's like, oh my God, what happened? How did you feel? What was yeah. it like? And she was like, oh my my god <laughs> my near-death experience my near-death experience you just you just realize so much stuff <laughs> you see everything flashing before your eyes your whole life goes in front of your eyes the whole 16 years <laughs> <laughs> and then Cher was like trying to chime in because she like got robbed at gunpoint and everyone just talked right over her yeah and i was like oh Damn. that's sad that's rough yeah yeah and i was like this is where we get to the turning point for yeah. Cher because yeah. now Ty's popular. Ty ends up being really mean to Travis. He comes over trying to talk to her and she's like, get away from me. The slack is sit over there, don't they? Yeah, the slack is sit over there. And Cher created a monster. She did. And she's like, and she's also like, she's really good at playing the damsel in distress. Ty? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cher ends up saying that about her. She does. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man. And then we cut to Cher's driving test. Aww. She can't find her chosen shirt. What a disaster. <laughs> so, yeah, she's like trying to get her outfit together and she can't. And then Josh said something to her that ended up bothering her. Well, what had happened was... Yes. Don't get me started on this, but I'm going to get started on this. Okay. She goes downstairs to the kitchen to ask her maid Lucy about it, about the missing shirt. Oh, yes. They have like a back and forth. Lucy doesn't know where it's going um, or where it went. And then Cher says she's going to maybe ask somebody else. Lucy says another thing. And then Cher goes... You know I don't speak Mexican. And then Lucy gets mad and leaves. A lot of thoughts there. Yeah. And Josh Full is like. thoughts. That yeah, Josh is like, she's not Mexican. She's from El Salvador. And she, she just, she's like, okay. She's like, so what? And Josh is like, it's an entirely different country. <laughs> and Cher's like, okay, well, what does that matter? And Josh is like, you get mad when people think that you live below sunset. And Cher gets all defense, but, oh, it's all my fault. I'm always wrong. And then she storms out of the kitchen. Yeah. So she has like a full blown white feminism. <laughs> Don't get me f any deeper into that. That is just what peak white feminism is. Feminism is. If you want an example of that, I'm just going to forward you that scene and you can figure it out for yourself. <laughs> 
Anyway, we're going to move on. Cher's now taking her driver's test. Yeah, she goes into like a full-blown just temper tantrum. Yep. So she's taking her driver's test and it's just on her mind. She's got her inner monologue and it shows her driving and she's just on both lanes going super slow and her driver, like the driver's, the DMV guy, whatever. Instructor. Instructor. (laughs) The guy who is going to be giving her a license um, is like, what are you doing? Get in one lane. So he's like, go to your go to your uh go to the right lane and then she just keeps going and just ends up driving into a bunch of parked cars and he's like wow well first she (laughs) almost kills a cyclist yes she hits some parked cars yep she's just a mess during the whole thing and the guy's like stop the car you're not getting your license (laughs) and she's she's starting to try to negotiate it and he's not having it at all yeah he's like no 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 he's like you're gonna kill someone so is she learning a lesson finally she can't negotiate her way out of everything nope oh boy you have to learn how to do stuff and take responsibility good Mm -hmm. finally so she goes back home and ty's there already ty and josh are there they're hacky sacking yeah (laughs) (laughs) so they try to congratulate her and she's like i didn't get my license and then she's like shut up josh i know you're gonna say something about it and he's like i didn't say anything and she's like i know what you're thinking she gets upset so anyway ty goes in follows Cher back into the house and just immediately starts on about herself instead of trying to comfort Cher, who is clearly upset. Mm-hmm. Um, which I 16 feel, year olds. Yeah. Which I feel bad for Cher because it's like, she has like stuff happen to her and then it's like, no one seems to care about what's going on with her. Yeah. <laughs> but also she almost doesn't seem like she cares either. Yeah. Like everyone in the movie's a little self-centered. Yeah. <laughs> so Ty being dramatic, it's like, I got a box of stuff to burn that reminded me of Elton. And I'm like, you're so dramatic. It was two days. You, How can you have collected so much stuff? Yeah. So she had the towel from when... From the ice? <laughs> from the ice. And then she had a cassette tape of that song. And she's like, I listened to this nonstop. I'm like, Ty! And she's like, I found a new guy. And it had been like, three days. Yeah. And and like she like mentions that like now Ty has a crush on Josh. And she's, she's like, and I think he likes me too. Because like he danced with me at the potty. And... <laughs> You should be a voice actor. (laughs) I would love to. He danced with me at the potty. And, you know, he's always trying to, like, touch me and get close to me and tickle me. And I'm like, you've been around him twice. Oh, my God. Cher does not like the sound of that either. Cher immediately is like, no, I don't think you two would be good together. And Ty is like, well, what do you know? You're a virgin without a license. That That was so deep. Yeah. I was like... Wow. Like, yeah, you really did create a monster share. Yeah, really. But honestly, like, how can you not fall in love with Paul Rudd? <laughs> Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Like, I hate this, but like, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> But so this is the part where like Cher's character development starts actually happening. And like, I'm a little annoyed that it it took until there was 20 minutes left of the movie for it to happen. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, where was this at any other point? She's 16. I know. (laughs) I have, I'll, I'll talk about those thoughts later on. So anyway, so now she's having this like existential breakdown. She's wrong about everyone. Elton, Josh, she's the clueless one. She realizes. So she goes, um, therapy shopping. (laughs) I wish I could. And all of this is to an acoustic version of All By Myself in the background. (laughs) (laughs) A great cinematic just experience, I think this was. So good. So then she's realizing, where where do you think we are? Are we at the crush talk with her dad? A little bit. Yeah, she's, she's starting to realize that Josh is cute and maybe she is in love with him. And I said, stop that. Take that back. Stop speaking. I don't want to hear it. Share. He's in college. And what's your brother? Yeah. Do not. 
Please don't. <laughs> so now we're at the yes. crush talk with her dad. And I was like, oh my God, this is so funny. Because she she's like, I like a boy, but he doesn't like me. And her dad's like, what's wrong with him? <laughs> this guy's a moron. He's Does he a have a pulse? moron. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, like I like this moment. It was a cute daddy-daughter moment. Yeah, because they're like talking. He's like talking about how proud he is of her and stuff. But and- imagine if he knew. Yeah. Also, good point that you brought up earlier, because what if he does know and what if he doesn't care? Yeah. Whew. I I, I definitely like feel like he, it was like he wants them together. Mm, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that. Who? So the next day, Cher decides that she needs to make over her soul. Aw. <laughs> so beautiful. Aw. So she asked her friends to help because they're so amazing in their own way. Yes. She's and, realizing that her friends are real people. Yeah. And she goes through little montages. Yeah. It's like she goes to an art museum with Christian. Yeah, because he knows aesthetic. Yeah. Dion and Murphy are so considerate with each other when nobody's looking. Yeah. Because every time we've seen them, they're like arguing. And yeah. It's just like we get a part where it's like, okay, they actually legitimately like each other. Yeah. <laughs> then she becomes the captain of the Pismo Beach Disaster Relief Committee. So she's yeah. doing good now. Yeah. That teacher is like so excited. I forgot her name. Miss Geist. Oh, yeah. Miss Geist gets so excited that she like volunteers for mm-hmm. it. Because <laughs> nobody else would either. Yeah. Everyone else was like, meh, not so into then it. At the actual event of like the donating everything travis comes up to donate some bongs and stuff and, I'm like, <laughs> and he's like i'm in this program there's steps but i forgot how many and she's like 12 yeah how'd you know <laughs> she's like look you guys <laughs> <laughs> but then he invites Sharon to the amateur skating league on saturday and she says that she'll go so like she really is changing yeah that she'll go hang out with travis yeah wow. and then her and ty go and they apologize to each other and then share yeah they both yeah Mm-hmm. I I was reading my notes saying that Ty comes to apologize to Cher. As you said, they apologize to each other. Yeah. So I didn't hear what you said, but I did. <laughs> so, I, um, so anyway, so Ty says that she should never have went off on Cher like that. Cher says she have, should have never tried to set her up with Elton. And then now they're best friends again. Yeah. Love lady friendships. Yeah. We can just get over things. Says he's just talk about things, guys. So they sit and they're watching Travis skateboard. Mm-hmm. And Cher's like, I didn't know he was so motivated. And Ty's like, oh, I knew. I knew he was from the moment I met him. She's been in love with him. Yeah. She's smitten. (laughs) Cher says that seeing Ty and Travis look at each other means that there's no competition from Josh. So did she really grow as a person yet or not? She's step by step. Step by step. Yeah. You can still be selfish sometimes when you grow. (laughs) So that night, um, Cher and Josh are helping one of their dad's lawyers on a case. They're doing the highlighting thing. So a while ago, a few montages ago. Deposition. 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 Something legal. (laughs) Um, So a few montages ago, um, Cher's dad told her to help by highlighting all the correspondence from like some, like I think a September 3rd date. Yeah. Um, So Cher accidentally messes up one of the files in this scene now because she was still on that September 3rd date, but now they're on a different date. So the lawyer calls her a dummy and tells her to go back to the mall or whatever. And then she runs away and Josh stands up for her and he's like, bro, are you kidding me? <laughs> so he's like, she didn't mean it. The lawyer said it wouldn't have happened if they weren't busy playing footsies. And Josh is like, huh? Uh-uh. And <laughs> then, like, Stop flirting and do your job. <laughs> <laughs> but then Josh has a very fair point and says it wouldn't have happened if he paid more attention to the case, the lawyer. Yeah. So like, you know, you messed up, bro. Yeah. Because he is the one overseeing it. Yeah. It's your job. Yeah. <laughs> so now Cher is crying at the top of the stairs and Josh goes to confront or comfort her. And then he starts complimenting her and, and he's all flustered about saying nice things about her. And I don't like the scene. And she's all swooned. And then they kiss. And I don't know how to feel. Yep. <laughs> then I wanted to just turn it off. Yeah. 
I was like, oh. And her voiceover also suggests that they had sex right after that. Yeah. So I don't like that <laughs> at all. And then it goes to Miss Geist and Mr. Hall's wedding. Mm-hmm. And Josh was like, to share, he's like, we have a bet on who's going to catch the bouquet. And she like laughs. And then they do the, they do the bouquet toss and the maid is, <laughs> the maid is in the pile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And she's like, ah! I didn't even see the maid. <laughs> she was bugging. I got, <laughs> I got distracted because, because when, when, um, Josh said that they had the bet over who's going to catch the, the bouquet, Sharon's like, all right, bet I'll do it. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Stop that. No, I don't like it. Yeah. And, um, Ty, Dion and Cher all talking about like what kind of wedding dresses they want and like all this stuff. And then it cuts it. The camera moves over to Murray, Travis and Josh. And who says that? I think Murray is like, they're already planning our weddings. Yeah. <laughs> and all the other ones are like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. And then Cher catches the bouquet. Yep. Yep. So that's the end of the movie. Yep. That's it. Overall thoughts? Um, I liked this movie. I thought it was fun. I thought there were clever parts and touching parts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talking about it now, I had more fun. But watching it, I I was expecting more from it i think because of the hype yeah and i wasn't seeing it as so okay let me explain a bit so you were expecting it to be a lot deeper than it actually a little bit yeah (laughs) so at first i was like it's okay i can see why it's a cult classic and like maybe if i watched it 10 years ago i would be as into it as i am into mean girls but then i stopped for a minute and i was like wait this whole movie is being told from Cher's point of view and because she was so like surface level shallow in the beginning that's why we didn't go deep into anything or any understanding of anything yeah and then as we, as she learned, we got more in depth of things. And I was like, oh, <laughs> so it is a good movie. <laughs> so I had one of those moments. Yeah. So I should have just been more like I was, I, th- I thought I was like in there with it. Stop comparing movies to Mean Girls. I wasn't. <laughs> well, no, because this movie, like Mean Girls happened because of this movie. Yeah. So I respect it for everything that it is. <laughs> but at first, I, I just wanted like more to happen, I think, because I wanted like when she got robbed at gunpoint, I was like, is she really not going to react to this? She's just going to walk away from that? Like yeah. nothing? She's- so like some things felt very like surface and like not not fully flushed out. But then I realized that it was because this movie is being told from a 16 year old's point of yeah. view. I mean, so like, she, that I respect. She also didn't really, she doesn't really grasp the reality of her situation until later on in the movie. Yeah. Cause like when she gets robbed, the guys like lay down and she's like, but my jacket. Yeah. And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> and then also if you think about it, wouldn't the robber be like, all right, so, so then give me the jacket. Yeah. You know, give me it. Give me that designer. I'm just annoyed about the sibling thing. <laughs> I blocked it out. Yeah. It was unfortunate that she did all of that change just to impress a boy. Again, 90s. Yeah. And also it still happens. Whatever. It's how Grace ended and everyone loves that movie. That's true. <laughs> and they flew away into the sun. Yeah. There was no flying away into the sun in this movie. That was a little dis- disappointing. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> but I just, I don't agree with their siblings. <laughs> And why does nobody talk about that? <laughs> I know. Everybody I was not expecting this, that. This amazing movie, Clueless from the 90s, I like started this trend of all these like coming of age rom-com movies, but incest. <laughs> I mean, it's not incest, but like it it's almost is. It's technically not. It's not, but it just, <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfy. <laughs> I just thought it was weird. Yeah. It's a weird choice. No, it makes me uncomfy. <laughs> Overall though, good movie. Yeah. I'm sure her dad's happy. Fun. No. <laughs> Stop talking to me. Just follow us on on all the things. We oh, we're done. Straight into, yeah, we're, we're done. done. <laughs> talking. Okay. Follow us on things and you know share our Instagram, podcast. Facebook, Twitter, Chowdy Media, Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play. Yay! Late to the party. All right. That's it. Bye. Bye.